Hi, and welcome to More Human, More Resources, the HR podcast for entrepreneurs. I'm Vicki Brown, your host and CEO of Vidominale Enterprises. As a serial entrepreneur, I understand that having the right expert help has been critical to my success. That's why I'm dedicated to telling you, in plain language, what's going on in the world of HR that might impact your business and what you need to do about it with real actionable tips to help you master that list of must-dos and grow your leadership muscle. First things first, the information contained in this podcast is provided for general purposes only and is not to be considered legal advice. Your decision to adopt or not adopt any practice or procedure mentioned in this podcast is solely yours and we bear no responsibility for the outcome. We urge you to always consult legal counsel and other appropriate licensed professionals. And with that, let's get into the show. You're listening to Season 2, Episode 15. So, has it happened to you yet? Has someone come to you with a complaint about being harassed or discriminated against? Oh sure, I know your company culture is one of full respect and equality. But that doesn't mean that someone, at some time, won't accidentally, or even with intent, say or do something that's disrespectful or designed to make someone feel less than. The point is, we as leaders have to do everything in our power to make sure everyone knows the rules of the road, what's okay and what isn't, what's the appropriate way to communicate and treat one another. And don't fool yourself. It's as important from a culture viewpoint After all, when your team isn't taking up mental space with concerns about how they're being treated, they have much more space and time to do their best work, as it is from a legal viewpoint. Not to be crass, but discrimination or harassment cases can be exceptionally expensive, even if you win, and it's almost always a lose-lose from a PR perspective. But there are things you can do, and should know, if you find yourself in a situation where a team member is lodging a complaint. So, before a complaint even comes in, it's critical that you have your ducks in a row. You should have a formal anti-harassment, anti-discrimination policy in your handbook. Frankly, even if you don't have a handbook, you should have a formal written policy. Now, different states have some slightly different requirements. But generally, the policy has to state that any form of harassment or discrimination simply won't be tolerated, and you should lay out the complaint process. Do you require that the complaint be in writing, or does it need to be made to a specific person? Now again, many states have very specific guidelines around this, so check first. For instance, in California, your anti-harassment policy has to include a list of all the protected categories, and this includes gender protections. It has to clearly state that the policy applies to employees as well as anyone else your employee may come in contact with, people like vendors, consultants, or clients. It has to clearly outline the procedure for lodging a complaint, and it has to allow for the employee to file their complaint with someone other than their immediate supervisor, for instance, the HR rep or another supervisor, etc. There's more to the list, but you get the idea. The state has carefully laid out guardrails around what has to be included in your policy. And don't forget to get every employee's signed acknowledgement and be sure to put that in their file. So next up, you have to have posters that provide information about your anti-harassment workplace, 
These are generally included in those, you know, large federal and state posters you buy every year. What? You aren't getting new posters every year? Okay, we can talk more about that in a future episode. But for now, I'll just say you have to have them. So definitely reach out to a poster company or your payroll company so you can get that wrapped up. Okay, so you have a policy, you have posters. What happens at the point of impact, the moment when someone files a complaint? Well, you're going to have to do an investigation. Now, an investigation of alleged discrimination or harassment has to be done very carefully because it may have to stand up in court. You have to be fair to all parties involved, maintain as much confidentiality as possible, and still try to get to the bottom of what happened. Then, once all the evidence has been gathered, you have to make a decision around how you, as a company, is going to respond. And again, your response has legal as well as company culture implications. All that to say, you definitely shouldn't go it alone. Once you have a complaint, that's the moment you need to reach out to your employment attorney. They'll help guide you through launching an investigation. Now, be aware that they may not conduct the investigation themselves, since they would be the ones defending you if it came to that, but they can either help you or make recommendations around an investigator. Now, be aware that they may not conduct the investigation themselves, since they would be the ones defending you if it came to that, but they can either help you or make recommendations around an investigator. An odd pro tip here. In California, generally outsourced HR consultants can't conduct workplace investigations. To be able to do an investigation in California, if you aren't an employee of the company, you must either be an attorney or have a private investigator's license. Feel free to use that little bit of knowledge to dazzle your friends. You know, one of the best ways to be prepared is to make sure your staff is trained in what is and what isn't harassment or discrimination and what to do about it if you're a victim or if you're a bystander. In fact, in many states, training is an ongoing requirement. By the way, before we go any further, can we agree that it's not harassment training? I don't know about you, but I have no intention of teaching people how to harass. It's anti-harassment training. Better yet, it's let's work hard to have a respectful workplace training because yes, you want to meet the regulations, but more importantly, you want your business to be an environment where people feel welcomed, a part of, and where they can do their best work, maybe even better than their best. We're offering an online training course that meets all the requirements of your state. It's engaging, it actually presents more like a documentary than your standard training course, and your team can go at their own pace. Listen, I just don't think training for training's sake will do it. If your team is going to take the time and effort to take a course, wouldn't it be nice if they learned something and in an entertaining way? Go ahead and check out a sample of the Respectful Workplace Online course. I'll put a link in the show notes. And if you're in a state that requires ongoing training, we'll even remind you when it's time for a refresher. So if you get a complaint, no matter what you do, don't ignore the problem, just hoping it will go away. Trust me, it won't. If you found this information helpful, please leave a review and tell a friend. Thanks for spending the time. Until next week, same time, same place.